Good morning and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. We're certainly glad you're on the call, and we don't think anybody shows up on this call by accident. And uh, we think that uh, people are led here, and the right people are on the call each week that God wants to be here. I want to remind you that we can go back and listen to the devotionals on the podcast. Uh, We have a Facebook page. It's Game Changers Devotional. Those podcasts are listed there. Also, you can go to Spotify uh, or Google Play, and you can search for Game Changers Devotional. It should pop up. And uh, I've got those caught up now, and I apologize for getting behind on those, but uh, they're caught up and uh, they're available for you. And I think we've around 130 uh, devotionals that are on there. So uh, you can feel free to go back and listen to those or share those with others. I uh, also would like to ask you, if you wouldn't mind, if there's somebody you think that would enjoy this call, that you would forward the um, call-in number to them. And as you well know, that we make it pretty easy. You can dial directly in and don't have to enter a code or uh, anything like that to get in, so it's quite simple. This morning, our devotion is going to be led by Jacob James, and I'm going to turn it over to Jacob now. Hey, good morning, everybody. God doesn't answer prayers. God doesn't answer prayers. Somebody told me that a few weeks ago. And uh, the only thing they forgot... They forgot to finish their sentence. Because what they meant to say was God doesn't answer prayers to my expectations. And thank God for that. To my expectations. The only question is, when are we going to humble ourselves And when are we going to trust God? And then the next question is, are you even willing to pray? Are you willing to pray? And I know you guys have heard me say this. Everybody that's been on this call, you've heard me say this before. God is way more willing to listen than we ever are to pray. This morning, I wanted to talk to you guys about a prayer journey that I just went through, a month-long prayer journey where I grew closer to God, and I want to share that experience with you guys, because God doesn't answer prayers to my expectations, and since we're talking about prayer, let's start off with prayer. Will you pray with me? Father, you are worthy. God, you're worthy of our praise. And Father, you listen. And you love to hear our voices. And Father, right now, the angels are surrounding you in heaven. Right now. And they're crying out and they're praising you nonstop. Holy, holy, holy. It's the Lord God Almighty. Father, who was, who is, and who is to come, you are good. So, Father, thank you so much for one more gracious day, God, where we can serve you. Father, will you bless this call? Amen. So I began a, a prayer journey, a prayer warrior, over this past month. 
And uh, and I'll take you back to August the 3rd. I got a text from a friend of mine. His name was James Smith. And I get this text every year from him. And it says, hey, buddy, will you be at my kickoff party? He had a party every year to kick off college football season. Will you be there? Yeah, man, I'll be there. I said, get back with me in two weeks. Just let me know what you need me to bring, and I'll be there. And in two weeks, after that text, I was huddled up with my wife, my little boy, six years old, Jake, my eight-year-old daughter, Jacy, locked hands, praying over James Smith. And we picked this verse in Luke 8. And I told you guys about it last time I uh, had a devotional where Jesus was walking and she reached out and she touched just the fringes of his garment. She was healed. A blood disorder of 12 years. Not curable. Healed right there. My family, we prayed over that verse. That was going to be James Smith's verse. He would be healed. We're praying over it. And we recorded that prayer. And we sent it to him in a text. And he replied back, honestly, that gave me tears. That gave me tears. And I love you guys. And I thank you for your prayers. And me and my little boy, six years old, we made a journey all across our town praying for James. We recorded those prayers and videos in hopes that James would see the power of our prayers. We knelt before a wooden cross in front of the church, recording our prayers on our knees. We got on a boat in the middle of the Alabama River. We locked hands, Father and Son, and we prayed to our Father. Luke 8. James is going to touch the fringe of Jesus' coat. His faith will heal him God doesn't answer prayers my expectations and on a Friday Friday morning towards the end of my prayer journey I prayed to God I said God would you let something great happen today great Father something great will happen today And all day long, nothing happened. Nothing great happened until my boy and I were walking into the grocery store, and my wife called right before we got into the grocery store in the parking lot. She said, I just got a call from the nurse at the hospital. She needs you to call up there right now. Stop everything you're doing. You need to call the hospital. Here's the nurse's personal number. Call it now, right now. My boy and I, we went back to our car. We called the nurse. She said, I heard you're a great friend of James. He needs to hear from you. So I got to talk to James. And I got to tell him I loved him. And me and my boy got to pray for him. And I hung up that phone. And right then and there, the great that I was asking for was answered wasn't the great I wanted, not my expectations of great. My expectations of great was James was 
body was healed right then and there that Friday. But it didn't happen. But it was great. I got to tell my friend how much I love him. And I got to pray for him. God doesn't answer prayers to my expectations. And then I wrote in my Bible the date, 9-14-2021, under Luke chapter 8, verse 50. Faith has healed you. James will be healed that day. And on 9-14-2021, 11.30 at night approximately, James Smith was healed in the presence of the Lord. James went on to his eternal reward, 42 years old. Awesome friend. I love him very much. And I was counting on Luke 8. And God revealed something very special to me about Luke chapter 8. And if you read on, Jesus healed this woman with a blood disorder. Then he went on to Jairus' daughter, and he brought her back to life. Brought her back to life. She had died. He brought her back to life. And this is what God revealed to me. The very, very end of that book, chapter 8, after Jesus had done this thing, this is what he did. This is what Jesus said about this. And he ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened. Don't tell anyone what happened. Why? Why? Because Jesus Christ's testimony is eternal. Eternal salvation for those that believe. Jesus is not trying to patch up an old tire. He wants to give you a brand new tire. And that's his ultimate testimony. Because the woman that had the blood disorder, she eventually died. And the girl that he brought back to life, she eventually died. Jesus' greatest testimony is not temporary. It's eternal. And he ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened. My friend James, he was filled with kindness. He was filled with goodness. He was filled with peace, patience, faithfulness. And did you know in the book of Revelations what God says about that? He said, your righteous acts are the only thing that go with you to heaven. That's the only thing you're bringing with you. Your righteous acts do get to come with you. You know what he says that he does with your righteous acts in heaven? He's weaving you a linen garment. So when you sit down with him at your heavenly banquet, you will put your linen garment on. Today, when you show kindness, did you know you're weaving a linen garment in heaven? But not only do your righteous acts go with you to heaven, your righteous acts will stay here. Your kindness outlives you. James Smith James Smith, he will have a, we are already setting up a scholarship fund in his name, a men's Bible study in his name. His company, he wrote a book about leadership. They're publishing that book in memory of James Smith. Your goodness, your faithfulness, your kindness, they outlive you. 
But God doesn't answer our prayers. To our expectations. So here's what I want for all of us. Psalm 5-3. It says, In the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait in expectation. In the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. What if that describes you? What if before the day starts, you pray for your spouse, your children, your boss, your coworkers, your customers, your parents, your neighbors, and finally, for God's will to be done in your life? What if? Father, what if we prayed like this? Father, to a real God who desires a real relationship. Oh, God, in the morning, you hear my voice. And that conversation brings peace and power. And most of all, that prayer brings people to Jesus. So, God, for every person on this call, God, will you create a holy heart? God, a heart that heals you, that feels you and sees you as you are. And then when we go out, Father, people no longer see me, but they see you in me. In your name we pray. Amen.